Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. We're continuing with the Nesiv HaTshuva, the Maral on Shuva. We are coming to you live from the Summerton Community Coil of Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely Wednesday morning. And we are in a new paragraph over here, page Kufnun Beis, in the standard edition of the Maharal. Top of the page, right-hand column, the Maharal says like this. Now he's going to quote another Gemara, give us other insights and ideas into understanding Shuva, what Shuva is all about. That's what he's doing over here. So now he's going to work with it. He gave us a very nice exposition on the Gemara and Shabbos. That's what we saw last time about the king inviting his subjects to the party, not telling them when the party is going to be. Now he quotes another Gemara. It says in Mesechah's Yuma. This is the end of Yuma. Where we just began Yuma in the, with the Amid Yomi program. Around that phase. This is all the way at the end. Daf Pei Vav. Mitzvah will get up here, but not for a while. Right? Some 85 blot away from us right now. So the Gemara says like this. All the way at the end of the Mesechah. Amr of Bar Chanino. Gedolet Shuva, Shuva is great. Shemevia Rufua Loilam. Great is the power of Shuva. It, it brings healing to the world. Rufua. Rufua. We know what Rufua is, right? Rufua Shalema. Shuva brings healing. That's interesting. The Maral is going to pick up on that. Is going to sink his teeth into that, so to speak, in a moment. Let's see. Shuva brings healing. Shanemar Shuvu Banim Shavim Erpa. Return, O wayward sons, I will heal you. Now that's already a little, uh, uh, a little bit cantative, a bit of a curveball over there. What does tshuva have to do with healing? Healing is one thing, and tshuva is something else. Tshuva is returning, repenting, and healing is healing. So we'll see. One moment. The Gemara keeps going. Reb Chama Bar Chanina Rami. Reb Chama Bar Chanina asked a contradiction between two different psukim. On the one hand, the pasuk says, "Shuvu banim shayvivim, return sons who have strayed, who have who have." Um, uh, been shoviva means you, you've been immature, and Hashem is saying, "Return." I realize that that uh, you have come to understand that your actions are a result of just immaturity. So on the one hand, one pasuk says, "As Rav Chaim Barchanino, that Hakadosh Baruch said, I understand. I understand why you did some dumb things. I understand why you made mistakes because." It was a narish kite. A narish kite, what's a narish kite? Something that a nar does. Who is a nar? A shoivev. Someone young, immature, impetuous. You made some impetuous decisions. So Hashem says, Hashem is very understanding of our averis when we come into tshuva. Hashem accepts us with open arms. Hashem accepts us fully. Uksiv, another puzzle says, I will heal you. So the contradiction Rashi explains is one pasik implies that. The process happens immediately and automatically. Hashem realizes that we were just silly and immature. The other pasuk implies that it's a process that takes longer, the healing process that takes time. So which one is it? Is this tshuva something that's immediate, that Hashem embraces us and says, yes, I, I realize you were just silly and I, I forgive you, or is it a process, that, like a healing process, healing takes time? Rafua doesn't happen overnight. The body has to mend itself and heal itself. So which one is it? They are both true. Depends on how you did tshuva. One is talking about tshuva me'ahava, tshuva that's done out of love. One is talking about tshuva me'ira, tshuva out of fear. You know, there's different ways you can repent, different ways you can return to rebuying Shem. One is out of love, one is out of fear. Amr of Yehuda, Rebami, Rami. Rebbe Yehuda brings down a stira contradiction that Rebami asked. Ksiv, the one Pazik says, shuvu banim shayvivim, erba mishuvay seichem. Again, return, O wayward sons, I will heal you. When you do tshuva, uksiv, and he is, in other words, we're called sons, we refer to as sons, shuvu banim shavim, 
Hashem embraces us and says, come back my children, come back my sons. See, so another positive I have made myself your master. So a master is someone who has what? A master doesn't have sons. A master has slaves. A father has sons. A master has slaves. So there's two different ways that we're referred to in our relationship with Hashem via the tshuva process. One way is we're referred to as sons and the other way is referred to as servants, subjects. Which one is it? Does tshuva make us into sons? Tshuva makes us into servants. Like Hashem, again, the matter is not difficult. One is talking about the proper tshuva process through love and through fear, even through fear. It's combined with love. If I do tshuva, I return to God out of fear of God and out of love of God. Then I'm a son. But if I only return, because life is getting a little bit too difficult, hot under the collar. Sometimes people do tshuva because life compels them to do tshuva through suffering. Sometimes somebody suffers. Someone goes through a very hard time in life and he has it's a wake-up call. He says, why is Hashem causing me to suffer? How come I'm hurting over here? I'm hurting physically, I'm suffering. I'm suffering financially, I'm suffering on an emotional level, relationships. Sometimes a person needs suffering in life to be a catalyst for him to do tshuva. That's a lower form of tshuva, when a person needs that to catalyze and to spur his tshuva, when it's only done through Yisurim, that means it didn't come as a result of his own volition. Hashem had to push him into doing tshuva, right? Hashem had to like, you know, prod him. No, come on, when are you going to do tshuva? I have, what do I have to do? I have to make you suffer over here, to make life difficult over there. So when a person does tshuva, because he's suffering, that's a lower form of tshuva, then Hashem is a master. That's actually a very deep idea. Even before, We haven't even said the Maral yet. He's just still quoting Gemaras. The Gemaras the is now about to start speaking. Um, but just speak something out. In the meantime, the Maral will get back to the second Gemara. He's going to now analyze every bit of the Gemara bit by bit, chunk by chunk. But we see that a person who does tshuva from his own volition, out of love of Hashem, out of fear of Hashem, um, Hashem is, is, is a parent and he is a son to that parent. Um, that requires our own input, our own... Uh, initiative. If it's my own initiative, then that's a, a, a parental relationship. If it has to be Hashem's initiative, then it's, it's a master to a servant, a master to a subject. Hashem is the one that's pulling the strings, so to speak. Hashem has to manipulate me into doing tshuva. That's not a parental relationship anymore. Uh, that of a parent to a child, uh, we have a balance of love for the parents and awe of the parents. That's being... Hashem really wants me to do tshuva, but if I have to be pushed. It's coming from Hashem's perspective, coming from Hashem's machinations and manipulations. Yes, of course, Hashem wants me to do tshuva, but if it's coming from Hashem's initiative, then it's that of a master to a servant, no longer of a son to a child, a son to a parent, um, a child to a parent. What was in the Maras going to dwell on that more? So th- those are the Gemara's the Maras quoting for us. The Gemara is introducing to us the idea of tshuva being healing, a refuah. Tshuva brings healing, says, says the Gemara, and that just brings healing to me, brings healing to the world. Maral's going to delve into that. And we see there's different ways of doing shuva out of love or out of fear. And the term is, is it going to be a, a quick process, which is not a healing process, or is it going to be a protracted process, which is healing. And finally, we see this idea of doing shuva through suffering. So now let's see what the Maral's going to say. Dalacha says the Maral. Know the following. Tshuva, the Maral's going to give us a... a, a, a an astounding insight over here into tshuva, which should change our entire process to, to tshuva and change our entire mindset in going into tshuva 
And in the tshuva process that we need to be busy with now, during Elul, the Yemei HaElul, the Yemei the times now, the days of, of mercy, of love and compassion, and going into certainly the Yemei HaDin of Roshanim Kippur, so the tshuva, which we have to be so busy with now, says the Maral, tshuva, tshuva is something that what? Is essentially us really doing a factory restore, a factory reset. You know, our devices, let me see your device for a second, everybody. Oh, restore all factory settings. Here, so if I hit this right now, restore all factory settings, Actually, it's not been put up, but he wouldn't. He does. He's too. He's too chilled to get nervous. He knows. I'm just uh, right. All right. Oh, that could be also. Yeah. All right. Let me see your phone. Can you bring up that setting that says restore all factory settings? Sure. So our devices have restore all factory settings, right? So if I hit it, then your phone goes back to its original state, right? What happens to their phones? They get all kind of cluttered with all kinds of things over here, right? What's on here? Ramesha? Excuse me? There are all kinds of stuff on here, right? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, we're being recorded, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into detail. But all kinds of stuff, all kinds of apps, and you get a phone, the phone comes can you say pristine when we're talking about a smartphone? I don't know. But it comes comes neat, organized, clean, clutter free. The basics, right? And then over time, we, we, we uh, bloat these phones, right? We pollute them, that's right, that's right. Um, we pollute them more. Over time, we, we uh, you know, get our phones clogged up with, with apps and, and pictures, you know, pictures that we take that we forget to delete and pictures that people send us that, that we don't even have time to delete and pictures that, that our phone gets because of the, all, the, all the dumb things that people are posting on the community chats. That, that it's impossible to delete because you get like hundreds of these a day, right? You know there's a setting, right? No, but one second, one second, you'll tell me later. Um, that's good, that sounds like something that's good to know about. Uh, and and, and uh, yeah, so, so these devices get, get uh, more and more clunky and clogged and cluttered. So there's something called restore do a factory reset, restore to the factory settings, which means the phone just gets wiped clean. It goes back to its just natural, not just cleans and uncluttered and decluttered and declunked state, but its its original state. One simple switch, one simple tap will do that. This is tshuva, says the maral. The maral is saying tshuva is not what we popularly think it is, what we tend to think it is, um, slogging through the mud and, and a lot of hard work and, and let's say that even better, changing myself. Tshuva's change. We like to use the word change, right? Time for change. Change is a very, very powerful word, but it's also an intimidating word. It's powerful, yet it's it is a little bit provocative in the fact that it's intimidating. Change, change is not easy. Change, the media implies that I'm one place and I have to be somewhere else. And the media implies that it's going to have to require a lot of effort for me to get somewhere else. So a capital change. Chuvas is a morale, not so much about change 
as it is about a factory reset, factory restore. Going back to our original state, who we really are, who we used to be, and beneath all the filth, beneath all the grime, who we still are. Tshuva is a restore, a reset, a reboot, getting back to who I really am and who I started off as. Not change as much as it's a restoration. What a powerful idea. And it also makes the whole tshuva process a little bit less intimidating, a little bit less daunting when we realize that, hey, I was that person and I still am that person. I can be that person yet again. Let's see that inside. When we do tshuva, we started off in a pristine state. Everybody starts off with that averus. Everyone, the factory settings for all of us were, were neat and clean, uncluttered, unclogged, and and um, excuse me. Without any of this bloatware, right? We started off. We all started off clean. We all started off. In a, in a pristine state. And when we do tshuva, all we're really doing is we're restoring that. It's not change, it's a restoration. Not change, it is rediscovering who we really are and where we, where, where we began. That's why tshuva is associated with healing. That's the concept of healing over here. The Gemara mentions that tshuva brings healing to the world, brings refuah, and we asked, there's a maral, maral is picking up on what the maral's difficulty is. What does tshuva have to do with healing? Tshuva is re- repentance, is return, healing is healing. And why does it bring healing to the world? Healing is when a person goes back to his original state. What does healing mean? Healing means a person starts off healthy, hearty, and hale. A person starts off in, in good health, and gets a cold, he gets a fever, he gets a virus, he gets COVID, right? COVID. He, um, <clears throat> gets a headache, whatever it may be, something minor, something major. He has he has issues with this system, with this organ, and he needs to be healed now. And he has a whole regimen, doctor's orders, diet, exercise. And when he's successful, he has gone through a healing process, but healing really just means restoring him to the state he was in before he got sick. Putting him back to where he was originally. That's what healing is. That's what we want. I want to be back. I get my strength back. I want to get my circulation back. I want to get my 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 um, energy levels back again. When he does tshuva, he again restores the factory settings. He goes back to where he was originally, who he was. This brings back not just healing to himself, it brings healing to the world. We are at the center of the universe. We've seen that in Derech Hashem. Our actions affect the universe. When there's healing to us, when we do the factory reset, we go back to where we were, the world also goes back to where it was. Lesakin called Kilkul, Shuhu We set straight all of that, all, all which has been bent and is crooked in the world. That's why the Gemara says that Shuva is great. Look at the power of Shuva. It brings healing not just to the person who does Shuva, but to the entire world. The world is restored to its factory settings. 
and dwell and understand this. An amazing idea. So, again, the world needs healing and I need healing. Tshuva heals me. And the beautiful blinding insight over here is Tshuva is not just not just I can get back to where I used to be. That's really who I am. That's who I am. Tshuva is really just an accumulation of things, of particles and practices and habits of, of things that are not me, not who I am. Like our phones, again, getting clogged and clunked and cluttered with all kinds of stuff, which is not which is not necessary for that device and not really an intrinsic part of that device. And every now and then I say, just get rid of all this stuff. That's not what this device is all about. Tshuva is exactly that, Rabbi Yisai. Tshuva is, I am that person. And I was that person. I still am that person in my core. And I can be that person yet again. It's going back to who I am. The world at its core is, 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 is pure. The world at its core is something that has a pristine state and its natural state is also that of purity, that of being receptive to the Rebagna Shalaylam, that of being a klikibul, just a vessel that can contain godliness and, and, and can be there to radiant project godliness. The world spins out of control. The world gets ill, gets diseased. Its systems begin to go haywire. When I do tshuva, I raise the world as well, not just in changing the world, more than changing, I'm restoring the world to so where it really is and what it really is it, to its starting point by decluttering, declogging, and declunking the world also. So that's the concept of refuah, a beautiful, inspiring idea in what I can do for the world, but really what I can do for myself. And now, tshuva is not really as intimidating as we think. I am that person, and I start as that person. I'm just coming full circle. I'm, re- I'm, I'm not changing myself. I am getting back in touch with who I really am. Okay, we will stop over here, Rabbi Sai, and continue with Hashem tomorrow. Thank you for joining.